0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Our final half hour here today. Rob Breckenridge in for Danielle Smith. Uh, Andrew Lawton's going to be filling out my show. He'll be in uh, just after 1 o'clock today. Uh, A few other things to get to before uh, our time is up here, but I do want to turn our attention to what's been happening in Charlotte, North Carolina, the past couple of days. Two nights uh, of riots, a state of emergency has been declared. The governor has called in the National Guard to try to get a handle on things. A lot of businesses closed today. and This is all stemming from a fatal shooting Tuesday uh, of a black man in Charlotte and varying different views on what happened. Police suggesting that this individual refused repeated commands to drop A gun that they say he was holding. Uh, But others say he was not holding a gun at all. He was holding a book. He was simply there waiting for his child to return home from school. So the notion that police would have shot an unarmed man simply waiting to greet his child is obviously uh, raised emotions considerably. Now, Charlotte is a very racially diverse city. I think with uh, what's been happening in other American cities uh, recently, uh, the point's been made that you haven't really seen that in Charlotte. And so that shooting sparked protests. Those protests turned to to riots, and it's uh, a concerning situation. Uh, Joining us uh, on the line for an update, uh, Javed Kaleem is a race and justice reporter with the LA Times. He's in Charlotte covering this story. Javed, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All right. So what's the latest today, then?
1: Well, uh, today, um, things have been relatively quiet uh, in the daytime. Um, uh, Downtown is where the violence was centered yesterday, where a man was shot in his incredible condition. And uh, there are 44 arrests and uh, uh, five police officers injured and and, um, nine protesters injured in total. Uh, but th- this morning there were uh, clean-up crews boarding up buildings where glass had been mashed and um, uh, sweeping up broken glass and, and uh, trying to, you know, uh, return things to some semblance of normalness. Um, and uh, they're, uh, you know, the, the police chief and the mayor gave a press conference today um, reiterating that uh, – they're calling for calm. The National Guard is ready to protect buildings and protect property. Um, uh, the State Highway Patrol is also out and ready to help out uh, tonight. Uh, there were some uh, rumors about a possible um, curfew, but they said that will not be happening yet. Uh, and there were also some people talking about uh, the police shooting video possibly being released. And, and the chief said, Pretty much said no. That is not going to happen uh, because there's an ongoing investigation.
0: Well, because that's at the center of this all. What exactly happened here, and, and the fact that there is video and they're not releasing it, I think a lot of people are, are, are seizing on that. Now, our understanding today is that now police are saying they want to show the video to the family first. Is that right?
1: Yes, they, they're going. They're showing. They're going to uh, show it to the family um, and uh, the, the police chief. Uh, uh chief putney has has said that um he you know believes that that they deserve to see the video but that he doesn't believe transparency necessarily means showing it to the public uh he um you know now it could come out later um uh there is a law in, in north carolina um that was passed recently uh that, that a court order is required for police to release videos such as this one, although there's some confusion about whether this law is currently in effect or not. Um, but as it stands right now, it, it sounds like the police chief is saying no, the public will not see the, see the video right now, but the family will see it.
0: Well, and, and I, I'm sure they'll have something to say about it, but it's their contention right now, though, that he was simply holding a book
1: then, Right. Well, you know, the, the, the detail about the book um, has, has come and gone depending upon who you talk to. But, but the, the main story stands, which is that the family says, you know, this police version of events is, is incorrect. Um, the man we knew, uh, you know, would go out every day and wait for his uh, son to come from the bus stop. Um, he uh, would, would not be the kind of person to be holding a gun uh, police or making threats, um, and uh, people who who live in the neighborhood who've given interviews have said, you know, we saw this, and, and this guy didn't have a gun. We saw this, and this guy was uh, shot by a white officer, say some people who say they're witnesses, even though police say it was a black officer who was currently on leave who did the shooting. So there's lots of conflicting narratives here.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing, because, I mean, look, if there was video of him holding a gun, refusing a request to drop the gun and police having no choice but to shoot him, that would have quelled a lot of the anger right out of the gate. But I think then just this narrative set in that here was an unarmed black man waiting for his son to return home from school, and police showed up and shot him to death. That's what's led to to so much anger and frustration.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's also, you know, uh, uh, um, beyond whether he had a gun, uh, you know, police have said, uh, you know, they don't know if he was pointing the gun at anybody. Um, So if he had it, he might have just had it um, and not have been making a threat with it. Uh, Also, you know, there's been, you know, um, various shootings in in the U.S. recently. I mean, just this week, uh, the man who uh, police say tried to uh, well set off a bomb and tried to set off a second bomb in New York City was in a shootout with police in New Jersey. And uh, he came away from it alive. So, you know... Um, people have drawn comparisons to, you know, why in one instance is a uh, terrorist, uh, you know, alive after a shooting, and a man who who uh, police do, you know, didn't say shot or anything uh, is dead.
0: Well, and I guess I mean the other thing is North Carolina is an open carry state, right? Yes, it is. So it gets back to that point where you know you've got this inherent conflict where you say look police if someone's got a gun they got to deal with that person but at the same time it's you got given right to carry a gun and you can carry one openly in public uh look we don't know we don't know if he was carrying a gun or if he was authorized to carry it in the first place but the notion though that police are free to shoot anybody who's carrying a gun yet you're legally allowed to carry a gun uh it seems like you're asking for trouble then uh you know that that that
1: does seem to ask for trouble. I mean that that was an issue, um, and that people were fearful about at the Republican National Convention in in Cleveland recently. Yeah. It was also an issue that came up in Dallas, Texas, uh, when there were protests after police shootings this summer, and um, you know, it ended up happening that a man ended up shooting and killing police officers. So it, it's come up and it's come up again.
0: All right. Well, as we head into the weekend, uh, we understand the National Guard's been called in. Uh, for example the i mean the carolina panthers are set to play at home on sunday we understand so as far as we're aware that's all still set to go ahead
1: yes that's the latest that i heard as well um you know the the mayor and city officials have encouraged people to carry on business as usual um to not uh, shut down the city um, at the same time some individual businesses not a sports team per se but for example uh uh, there, at least one hotel downtown uh, told some employees, you know, with the Ritz Carlton, to you know go home today. Uh, the Bank of America headquarters here uh, told uh, many employees to work from home. Uh, same with Wells Fargo, as well. So uh, there's been a, a mixed kind of a, you know, bag of, of uh, what's happening and what's not happening in terms of things as normal.
0: All right. Well, more on this story at uh, LATimes.com. Javed, thanks so much for joining us here. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. That's uh, Javed uh, Javed Khalid with the L A LATimes, LATimes.com. We're going to take a quick break here. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.